verse 2. And, and tonight, I'm going a little di different direction, but I believe that, that is, uh, the Lord will use it for our own personal lives. We're going to look at what uh, traditionally and biblically uh, is known uh, in, the, in this holy week as to what Jesus went through on, on Wednesday. Because today is Wednesday. And I encourage you, you know, to read all that in the scriptures and take, take uh, uh, there's some in John and then Luke uh, and uh, Matthew. And, and right here, what, what uh, today is known to have happened is that um, it was the betrayal of, of uh, Judas that Jesus was betrayed by a friend. And um, so I, I'm entitling the message how the devil turned a friend into a betrayer. Uh, may you that are young never have that happen in your lives. Amen. And if you have never had that happen to you, may it never happen to you. It did happen to Jesus. Uh, and so we're, we're going we're to see in how to keep ourselves from being one. That would do that to somebody else. Amen? So we're going to see what happened in the, in the account of, um, of Jesus. And so John 13.2, uh, we'll read that there. And it says, and supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Let's just, let's just read that. Uh, for the sake of time, I'm not going to read at this point other, other translations. I think that, that it is clear enough. We see that it is the devil that put in the heart of Jesus Iscariot. To betray, to betray Jesus, of Judas, did I say Jesus? Pardon me. Of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Um, so how, we're going to see some other scripture, but answer the question, how could a person that, that was so close to Jesus, that had walked with him, those three years, so closely, he was one, one of the 12. How could the devil so viciously um, use him to attack, to attack Jesus this way? Um, you know, I, I, don't have, I don't have sorry stories uh, to tell, but I know you know, having pastored and seen what people have gone through and things, you know, that go on in life, how that it is painful when a friend, somebody you have fellowshiped with, somebody you've been close to, you know, um, they betray you. talk 
about you that talk behind behind your back or as bad as what I was looking at these things. Betrayal is something that has happened to people from the beginning of time. We, the Bible explains things clearly. And, and you think it's never going to happen to you. Um, we certainly want to be full of the Word of God, of the Spirit of God, the love of God, never to be in the position of being the betrayer. And we have to guard ourselves, you know. We have, we have to, to, um, to manage our souls well because we will give an account as to how we act, as to how we react. Our lives will be blessed will continue in blessing regardless of what others may do to us by what we sow. Amen? So, so we want to keep ourselves uh, you know, away from, from being an instigator of any kind, from being an offended person. Amen? And, uh, and so it's good to look at the Bible and to see how did this happen? How did the devil get uh, get to get in? Uh, so the devil, as you know, is a master at distorting and ruining relationships. That's right. Uh, he knows how to lure people into situations where they end up being uh, being offended or hurt. Offense. Is, is nothing to look at, at lightly. You know? Be cautious how you use that word. Too many people say, well, that offends me. Don't have that in your vocabulary. You know, um, that, that would be my advice, best thing. To, to, to not allow yourself to go there. You know, life is daily, and, and the people that can hurt you the most are those that are cl you're closest to, either you're closest to or you respect the most. If then they would lash out or, or, or come at you in a negative way. So you have to, to know how to protect uh, your heart. And not let the enemy uh, just run rampant and do whatever, you know. I'm, I'm just so thankful, and you thankful, and I thank the Lord for that very often, that he has not given me a spirit of fear, but he's given me a spirit of power and a spirit of love and a spirit of a sound mind. We must... We prize it, and we thank the Lord for it, and we praise him, and we exalt him for it, that he's given us a sound mind. Because sometimes people, for whatever reason, can depart from, a, from soundness of mind. And that's why you, 
they they get to do things or act in ways that are unrecognizable. So we want to do all that is in our power to conserve, to keep, and to um, to 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 develop soundness of mind. Amen. Which is which is the mind of Christ. Thinking like he does, acting like he does. If he if he is not for something, we're not for that. Amen. If he if he wouldn't say certain something, we're not going to. If he wouldn't think certain something, we're not going to either. Amen. Uh, rather, if he would do. Um, you know, he would do something a certain way. That's the way I'm going to do it. So, praise God. So, now, let's not uh, forget that Satan, Lucifer, uh, was kicked out of heaven himself. He was in a perfect atmosphere. Heaven. And still there, he created confusion, discord, and strife. And, well, you know that, and that even in a perfect environment, he still was able to affect a third of the angels. You'd think, wow. So, in other words, do not give the enemy the pleasure of you, uh, you know, wondering why this happened and what did I do, and get yourself under condemnation. Cover people with forgiveness and grace and go on. Okay? Uh, but anyway, we're going we're gonna to see something. So, uh, let's go to Proverbs 26.20 before we go back to see what what uh, what happened with our Lord and Savior. Um, Proverbs 26, 20. I'm going to let you take us there, Melissa. Look at these. So these are scriptures I looked up for our sake. This is how I'm supposed to live my life. Where no wood is, there the fire goes out. So where there is no tailbearer, the strife ceases. So you see, I'm not going to be a tailbearer. I'm not going to be stripe producing. Amen. God hates strife, so I'm not going to be about it. I'm going to be a peacemaker. You know, there's times some people can tell you something, you and you could very well outdo them. You know, and and the Lydia that 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 was a young Lydia that didn't know the word could do that. <laughs> These men know that, <laughs> right? I mean, somebody come. I'm I'm, I'm gonna outdo you, right? <laughs> 
But, I, I mean, hello, I came from the country where we were taught how to argue intelligently. Now, I would not raise my voice or anything, but I'm going to cut you from the root. <laughs> but then I learned the Word of God. I learned 1 Corinthians 13 in the Amplified Bible. And I stopped doing that. And I learned how to let the Holy Spirit tell me, okay, Lydia, now enough. Don't say a word. Amen? How many of you know that that's a wonderful lesson to learn from the Lord? <laughs> right? And, oh, praise God. So, um, another scripture. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. You may think this is surely a different message, but I believe that is going to help us. Could, because you know what? We want to end at a high note, right before we're raptured. Praise God. Amen. And the devil is, an, is irritating. He likes, to, he, he likes to come in and irritate relationships or um, produce misunderstandings and hurt feelings. You know, I would never on purpose mean to hurt anybody's feelings. But have I done it? I've done it. I've done it without even knowing that I had done it. You know? And, and, and it's a real bad thing when somebody tells you you've hurt them. And then you think, oh, dear Lord, what do I say? And you depend on the Holy Spirit. Amen? And then you guard your heart. Because then the devil's there to try to, to, to get you offended because somebody got offended and they should not have gotten offended because <laughs> you didn't offend them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so all of these is good to have it in our spiritual arsenal, in our hearts. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19, Melissa. These six things... The Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination unto him. And it said, look at these, the things that he, and, and the Bible is strong in saying that he hates these. That they're an abomination to him. So we do not want to let these things be part of us. If, if they have somehow made their way to us, we need to yank them out. Not allow them. Amen? Just like I heard this example one time, you know, it, there would not be anyone here that if somebody left a $100 bill here would, would be, um, you know, one that would come and steal it. You may have a need for it, but you're going to say, no, huh? I'm not going to steal that, much less from the house of the Lord, you know. So that's what you have to do with other things. You resist. You say no. And, you know, because you want to have a, a, a good life. You want to have peace. You want to keep a good conscience. The other day, a pastor was telling me something. You know, there's things out there so messed up today. People are just so messed up. You do not get to the point of having 
a, a seared conscience overnight. Some of the things that are going on today, even with people in high positions of power, you know, they they have they've gonna they have a seared conscience. Their conscience does not bother them anymore. But you don't get like that overnight. You see, you get like that by not listening. You know, if if, if by not listening to, to your conscience, to your heart, telling you don't do that, don't yield to that. That was a lie. That was not a way to treat that person correctly. But you know, if, you, if people just don't pay attention to that, that voice inside, then you get, the Bible calls it a seared conscience. So anyway, Look at here what the Lord hates. It says, a proud look. The proud look. He hates the proud look. We are to never look at anyone like we think we're better. Amen? He hates a proud look. He hates a lying tongue. That's Easily, to under, easily understood. Hands that shed innocent blood. And notice, a heart that devises wicked imaginations. Wow. Feet that are quick and running to mischief. A false witness that speaks lies. That's, you know, that's a tale bearer. That's a... And, and But notice the last one. He that sows discord among brethren. So those are things that the Lord hates. Listen, my number one brethren, my number one brother is my husband, brother in Christ. So, you know, those of, those of us that are married... Is a dual relationship. But for one thing, we're one in, in spirit, one in the Lord. So why would I want to hurt him? I'm hurting myself, and vice versa. But also, he's my brother in Christ. Before he became my husband, he was my brother in Christ. So I'm responsible to do things the Bible way, what the Lord tells me how I should behave toward a brother, toward a sister. Amen? That, that is, some people sometimes forget that. and The flesh gets involved. You know, the thinking of, I've got rights. Pride. The devil is, is vicious. He lies. He, he uh, you know, he is the first one that, that will come and tell you um, negative things about, about a, a spouse, about a child, <coughs> a brother, a sister. They didn't look at me right. I, I've had people as a pastor, and I tell you, they knew that hurts to hear because it's not true. 
I've had people tell me, well, I know that I'm not one of the favorites. What? And you hear that throughout the years. I know I'm not one of your favorites. I mean, even in writing. But, um, and you think, what? We don't have favorites. I hate to burst your bubble. <laughs> we don't have favorites, but we have some people that come and, and help us more all the time because they have it in their hearts to do it. And so that gives you an opportunity to get to know them more and to fellowship with them more. But those of you that are parents, do you have a child that's favorite? You don't, you don't count on that one, huh, <laughs> But I'm talking as a parent. <laughs> you know what I mean? There may be a child that pleases you more. There may be a, there may be a child that you, you like them naturally more. But, but a fair parent is going to be fair to everyone. Right? Uh, why did I say that? I don't know why I said that, but I said it. Okay. First uh, Corinthians 3.3. 3. We just want to see here, how, how did the devil get to, to Judas? That from, from being a follower of Jesus and a friend, uh, he, he betrayed him. Um, so 1 Corinthians 3.3 3, um, is a real good scripture that really uh, dots the I's and crosses the T's. <laughs> the Bible uh, calls us Carnal, if we're given to envying and strife and divisions. And so it just, it says you're yet carnal because there's still among you envying and strife and divisions. It says, are you not carnal and walk as men? Um, let, let, let me tell you, it, it, it's the truth. And, and we, we learn at church so that we can practice it in our homes. If there's strife and division or any such thing in the home, we're being carnal. It's like, hear the Lord saying, stop it. Stop being a child and be a man. <laughs> Woo! You still love me? <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, you can make you you can make yourself miserable. If if you just if you're a quarrelsome person. You know? I mean the Bible even says that. It says it's to the man, but but it's but it's so for the women too. Who wants to live with somebody that they want to nyank, 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 nyank. You know, the, the, the Bible says it would be better to live in a, in a dump and just eat bread and, <laughs> bread and onions, like my dad used to say, um, but that, than living in a palace with, with 
Let's try. Fault finding. Somebody that is always reminding you that you're not good enough or don't do things good enough or... Okay, let's go on. It's just quiet. <laughs> Proverbs 20 and verse 3. So, so you think, why? Okay. I mean, some people, for some reason, they just, oh, they just fall into these things easier than others. And I'll, I'll give you an example, and Pastor Jim will, uh, will forgive me for it. It's long time ago, <laughs> uh, but it just came to mind, I have to say it. Uh, we were coming back. I think we'd gone to Denver or something with Joanna. Joanna was, uh, Jonathan was already gone, I think. Or maybe he was busy with, anyway. But it was just the three of us. And very unusual for you. Very unusual. But you were not in a good mood. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and just, you know, just snapping. And Joanna from behind says, Dad, you need to start praying in other tongues. <laughs> Dad, right now, start praying in other tongues. <laughs> like she could only tell you, you know, remember? And I was in the passenger seat and I looked and Pastor had a grin. <laughs> you know, his daughter just hit it in the... <laughs> Oh my goodness! So what do you do? You you know you stop yourself and start praying in the spirit <laughs> and pray as long as you need to, so that that bad uh, mood or that bad you know those bad thoughts those that are not constructive that until they're all erased and gone and you don't even remember that you were thinking that way. That's the difference between being carnal and being spiritual. We learn not to allow certain things. Amen? Whew. Okay, I'm getting deeper. Proverbs 20, verse 3. Am I forgiven for saying that? I, I mean, I think you love that. <laughs> Actually, you know, he and Joanna are so much alike. <laughs> that does <laughs> That, that's why she could tell you. <laughs> and anyway, glory to God. Proverbs 20 and 3. It is an honor for a man to, oh, woman, to cease from strife. But every fool will be meddling. So the Bible calls the meddlers fools. Ooh, ooh. Sometimes it's a wonderful thing to just leave something alone. Don't meddle. Uh, he wants me to read it from another translation. Okay, it says, It is honorable for the men to stop striving, since any fool can start, can start a quarrel. Any fool can do it. So... So we show foolishness, it would just start fights, quarrels. You know, that's, that's not the behavior. You, you may think lots of these things are 
Old Testament. Yes, but the, the New Testament agrees with them. It's profitable behavior. It's wisdom of God. It's, 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 in these things, uh, there's, there's health. You know, and following this way of, of living, there's both physical health, mental health, emotional health. You know, there's a lot of people today, and I, I have great compassion, but a lot of people that lack mental and emotional health. And it really, the root of it, a lot, not always, but, uh, but the root of it is there were not strong examples at home. Amen. So we get to, we get to raise children that, that are going to have sound minds. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, just one more. Romans sixteen seventeen. I have more, but but I, but time is flying, and and we want to go with um, with with what happened to um, to Judas. Um, Romans sixteen seventeen. You're doing good, Melissa. Because you just got started doing that. Let's sing a song and dance. Okay. Now, I beseech you, brethren, mark them. Woof, this was strong. Mark them, which cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. Amen. So it doesn't say, I mean, it makes it clear. Don't go doing any other thing. But if you see people that are causing divisions and offenses, then, you, you know, you mark, mark them. In other words, you can't trust them. Don't give them trustworthy uh, positions. Um, and don't, do not, um, you know, don't, don't follow them. Don't befriend them. Because it says, avoid them. I didn't say that the Bible said it. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. One of the wisest, 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 wisest um, decisions we can make in life is the people that we befriend. You can have many acquaintances, but the, but the friends will affect you. What type of friends? Amen? It makes a great difference. Uh, that's something to really teach our children. Because, uh, you know, there's a refrain in Spain, Dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres. So translated literally is, you t tell me who you run around with, and I'll tell you who you are. You know? So, so the, the, the friends, the choosing of friends, the friends you make, um, will, uh, will make a great difference in, the, in your life. Amen? It's very, very, very important. 
Um, so anyway, let's go back to John 12, um, verses, I will start with verse 3. And we're going to see here what happened that even Jesus had somebody that betrayed him. Um, after three years, they had worked together. So what, what opened the door uh, so that Judas uh, would do that, would want to do that, would think about doing that? We will see that it was offense. He, quote, caught Jesus letting something happen and saying something he did not agree with. He took offense off. And what was that? We're going to see it right here. It was, I mean, the Bible says it clearly. I was reading it in Matthew earlier, but we'll read it here in John. Then took Mary, see John 12, because then what we had read was John 13, is when, when uh, uh, Judas Iscariot did what he did. Uh, then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, the perfume, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. And then said one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? You see. These he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bare wood was put therein. So he was the, like the treasurer, the one that kept the money. And apparently he took it upon himself to use, to use some of the money the way that he saw fit. Oh, he just liked, he liked to have as much money as possible. Uh, and then said Jesus, let her alone. Against the day of my burying has she kept these. For the poor, always you have with you. But me, you have not always. So Judas took offense. Imagine that. Another time where we see somebody offended because of money, money issues, you know, uh, and, and or because, because he thought that that was being extravagant. You know, it really is none of our business um, to how somebody else spends their money or uses their money. You know, I've seen people, you know, throughout my life that they'll give, you know, money or something else to someone, and then they complain because they found out what they did with the money. Well, did you give it? If you gave it, it was not yours anymore. You know? Uh, the devil's saddle. And so we see here that 
He got offended at the man of God. He got offended at the Messiah. <laughs> In his opinion, he was wrong. And so you see, that's how the devil got in. To where then he started thinking he had the right to betray him. And he sold him for 30 pieces of silver. That's a sad story for him, isn't it? But, we, you know, I guess maybe that he didn't like the smell of the perfume. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But, but of course, that's another story, what Mary uh, did. But that was the exact moment that Satan put the thought in, in Judas to betray, to betray Jesus. So we especially noticed that phrase that we read, the devil having now put into the heart of Jesus, uh, why do I say that, Lord? Of Judas Iscariot. So the devil put that thought in his heart. So that is a lesson for us. Do not allow the devil to put thoughts in your heart. Amen? Uh, say that with me. I will not allow the devil to put thoughts in my heart. I'll guard my heart. Amen? So, so you see, you have to know what are thoughts of the devil and what are thoughts of God in order to say no to them. <clears throat> Amen? And I, I, believe, I, I believe you know, you know you, you've been reading your Bible, you follow the Lord, but you, you see, very, very um, subtly, the devil is subtle. Sneaky. And, you know, somebody may have said something to you. You know, and you notice, man, that hurt. Because you love that person. You know, nobody wants to fail somebody else. But I got news for you. We're all going to fail. Because there's only one that doesn't fail. The one that's perfect. You know, to tell, for, for you, you know, even young girls or anybody, for you to think that you're going to find somebody that's never going to fail you, that will always be there for you, that will never disappoint you, then you know what? Hug Jesus really tight, because he's, <laughs> he's the one you're, you're, you are talking about, and the only one. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. Because people don't mean to. But you know, when I was young and naive, I used to think that it was wonderful to be able to hear from somebody, I'll always be there for you. And then I realized, that's only something God can do. And Jesus can do. And the Holy Spirit can do. But to demand that out of a human being is not realistic and not healthy. 
And it's not the love of God. Because even the most perfect uh, uh, people are going to have their moments. <laughs> Amen. And so what do you do? Well, you cover it with love and forgiveness. Amen. And realize that, you know, don't, don't let that affect you. Don't let that slow you down. Amen. Um, where where was I? Because I need to finish. <laughs> so not, notice this. I wanted uh, to tell you in John thirteen two. Let's go over there again. Um, I had taken these from the from the Greek. Um, there's that phrase that we just read in John twelve, but keep it here in John thirteen two. But the phrase. The devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, those words put into, uh, that comes from one word in the Greek, which is the, the, uh, the word bio, obalo, with double L, which means to throw, to cast, to thrust, or to inject. Now, that was back in, in John 12. But... That, word, that phrase that we read, the devil having now put into, put into. You see, so that the Bible says, don't be ignorant of Satan's devices. Remember that? That's where I'm coming from. So how, how did this happen to Judas? That he went from a friend to somebody that betrayed Jesus. Well, the devil, he, he, he did this. He put into, which which is a is a very fast action. The, the the Greek explains it this way: a very fast action of throwing, thrusting, or injecting something forward. So, see, we were talking about how subtle, how quick he is. You see, and if you do not guard your heart, and you let that come in then that's going to snowball, and you're going to make decisions you will one day regret if you let the Lord's light uh, illuminate you. But, you know, you're going to go a different direction than what you were even seeing yourself doing. Because, because you see, this person, Ju uh, uh, Judas Iscariot, he led, the devil put into, inject. It's like it says. It says it's like throwing the throwing of a ball, or a rock, or the forward thrusting of a sharp knife. Like, you see. So, so, so. Let's not let the devil do that. Amen. Let's not let the devil separate us as friends, as brothers and sisters in Christ, as families. Let's guard ourselves. We're going to protect with love. Amen? Uh, you, you know, you remember that saying that, would say, you know, that people would say, don't, don't anybody criticize my husband. If anybody's going to do it, I'm going to do it. No. I'm not going to criticize him either. 
That's, the Bible calls that murmuring. You know, and turn it around too. Husbands store wives, wives store husbands, children, parents. Don't get that going. You don't practice that at home. You won't, it won't even occur to you to practice it in the church. Don't allow that. Don't allow that of yourself. We don't go there in our home. We don't practice that. It's not Bible. Amen? Um, where, where was I? Uh, I know I'm in our city, Kansas. <laughs> so, so, yeah, 3301 uh, North Avenue. <laughs> Uh, for a moment, I forgot the address. <laughs> anyway, praise the Lord. So, when Satan finally penetrated Judas' mind and emotions, you see, guard your mind, guard your emotions. Oh, my goodness. You know, the things that Jesus went through, he had to. He had to suffer. He volunteered for them. But even the Bible says, woe to the one that causes the offense. Amen. Um, and you know, he could have received cleansing, just like Peter did. But he realized what he did, and he ended up taking his life. Too late. Um, I don't know. I'm not putting him in hell, but he certain he certain you know I don't know that's between him and the Lord whether he repented. But it certainly was a sad thing that he took his life just because that he allowed the devil to plant those thoughts that 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 fault finding the offense. Amen. So, you know, it's sad when you see that people uh, make certain decisions in life, but, you know, we're going to have to just let it be between them and the Lord because we need to guard our hearts. Remember Proverbs 4? Keep your hearts with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. And we all need issues of life <laughs> to live by. Amen? And so now, you know, just getting to the conclusion um, that what, what happened to him in John 13, 2, which is the scripture that I had asked you to, to put, Melissa, when Satan finally penetrated Judah's mind and emotions with that seed of betrayal, he injected that those thoughts so hard and, and so, so fast. See, we need to guard ourselves because these are one of the ways that the devil operates. Hard and fast. Where did that come from? Where did, where did that come from? Suddenly I was fine with, with that person, then all of a sudden the devil's trying to hurt me with, with offense. You know, I... I've had some 
opportunities to be heard by people in, in my life. I think everybody has. I've had some opportunities to be deeply hurt. But you know what? I've learned to do what I, I was taught a long time ago, to uh, take the cape like a bullfighter. <laughs> Woo! I'm looking at Brother Richard that's wearing red. And so, <laughs> so that's what inspired me to go to the bullfighter <laughs> and say, Toro, <laughs> you know, in other words, to the offense. Pass by. Amen. You know why? Because I like health too much. I don't like to give place to sickness and mental distress. You know what I mean? I like to sleep at night. I don't know about you, but I get excited when it's time to go to bed. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You know? So, so you know what? You practice for forgiveness. You practice covering other people with the blood of Jesus. Amen. And then you ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do about it? You know, there's always, always ask the Lord, what do you want me to do? Don't take for granted. Always ask. We've always done that, and sometimes the Lord has told us, don't, don't say a thing, don't do a thing. Then other times, you know, the Lord would say, you know, put yourself in the other person's shoes. See, see what they're saying, and be filled with compassion. You know, and then you're able to to be led of the Lord and what to do or say. But you have to protect your heart. Amen? And do not allow the enemy to come hard and fast at you with something that's going to create bitterness. Amen? Or that, that is going to, um, that, is, that is geared to stop you in life. Because God has success for you. And people may do you wrong, but that but you know what? That has not do not allow that to derail you. Because God has a direction for you. Amen. Keep, keep on going with the Lord. Don't let don't let something uh, anything keep you from from being able to sing to the Lord. Worship Him, enjoy Him, enjoy life. Amen. Glory to God. Go skiing in Switzerland. Like I was seeing some pictures of some people we know, and I thought, oh man, that's cool. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Like Jimmy Hockaday and his wife and the Van Divers. Another couple, I, I don't remember. They went to minister in Switzerland, but then they took some time off to ski. Glory to God. said, that looks good to me. Amen. So he came to give us life, life more abundantly. He did not lie about anything that he said. And, but Jesus 
Oh my goodness, he really is, as we sing the hero of heaven. Um, he, he had to go through this. Uh, the devil, John 13, 2, darling, go ahead there. I want to tell you how it could be translated because of the meanings of that word they put into uh, from the Greek. The devil, having now inserted into the heart of Judas Iscariot, the devil inserted, the devil having now thrust into, see, keep those things in mind for whenever a thought wants to come to you against someone else. What about some situation? It is pleasing to the Lord. Do you remember that psalm that says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in harmony. It is pleasing to the Lord. Amen. That, that whenever you have a, a congregation of people that have learned to not allow the devil to come hard and fast at them. You know? There's people, and I have had it as a pastor, that have come to me. Well, I know that there are cliques, and I know that I've been talked about. And I think, what? What? I didn't know that. How do you know that? Oh, well, Pastor Lydia, I think that I would know it, because I'm pastor, and, and that's not what I see. But you see, that, and we have compassion because sometimes the way people have been raised in, 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 in certain, certain um, circumstances and experiences in life have caused them to, be, to, to have low self-esteem. And, you know, one thing is to be humble, but the other one, don't think that everybody... You are not to think, you are to be delivered from thinking everybody's against you and they don't like you. You know, I've been called Pollyanna before, but I, it has never occurred to me that people are not going to like me. I guess maybe I don't think about me, myself that much. I don't think those types, it never occurred to me because I don't think that way. Right? I don't know why I went there, but I went there. So uh, thank you for letting me. And then uh, just two more uh, examples of what the Greek would say. The devil having now forcibly hurled into the heart of Judas Iscariot. The devil does things by force. He's ruthless. But this doesn't happen just overnight. Judas had, was going that direction, little by little. You know, and we know that because of that scripture we read, saying that he was a thief. So see, he was already doing wrong things with the money. Uh, and then the other one is, the devil having now embedded into. So those are 
those are meanings from the Greek, uh, into the heart of Judas' book. I don't want the devil embedded in my heart, do you? Jimmy, no, you don't want him. I don't want him in my mind. I don't want to sit for su- at supper with him. Amen. I don't want to lay in bed with him talking to me. You give him no fellowship. Amen. I will not allow him to drive with me. Amen. No, don't, don't you get when I'm there in the car and bring thoughts into my mind. No, 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 no. So the best way is you just stay in fellowship with the Lord. Amen. Best way was that advice that, that our daughter gave to Pastor. Now, Jim, uh, Dad, he said, Dad, now, you need to spend a good while speaking in other tongues. That's what he said. <laughs> so he did. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. She knew what worked. Because <laughs> she had been told to do that before. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. So, you know, just turn on worship music. Turn on somebody that, that you know, a podcast or something that you hear good, a good message. Amen. Keep your mind. Keep, you keep your mind on what the Bible says, you think on these things. Amen. Amen? And do not give place to the devil. So, praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Let's, let's go ahead and end with these now. Father God, we just thank you. Thank you, Lord, as we contemplate in a more, um, in a closer way, Lord, what Jesus suffered and went through this week. And when we come on Sunday, Lord, we will get uh, to celebrate his resurrection. What he went through that led to the resurrection. Oh, thank you. Lord, but we pause today to remember that you were betrayed. That soldiers came. And that Judas kissed you, but it was not a affectionate kiss. It was one of betrayal. Lord Jesus, thank you for being our example. You did not let offense get to you. And Father God, we commit, recommit once again, Lord, to live lives with minds free of offense, minds and hearts, attitudes, Emotions, feelings, free of offense, free from unforgiveness, free from strife. We will not be people that will allow the devil to use us to bring division or strife in our homes, in our relationships, in our, in our church. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We give you the glory and we give you all the praise. Lord, we forgive anyone that has done us 
wrong, they meant to do us wrong, whether they meant it or they just fell, fell into it. The devil came against them and they were not able to see that it was the devil. They even reasoned that they were in the right. Father, we forgive them. We live lives with, with no ill against anyone. And Father God, we thank you that you have, by the Holy Spirit, poured the love of God in our hearts. We live by the love of God that is in our hearts, by the Holy Ghost. And we thank you, Father God. We pray blessings over everyone here today. They're blessed coming in and going out. Everything they touch is blessed. And we thank you, Lord, for your protection. We thank you, Lord, as we heard Sunday morning, we're kept. We're kept of you. And we give you, Lord, the glory and the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you for coming tonight. And... I hope that you were able to to get some things that will help you.